the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day in a popkin. It's a great day to be in a popka Blue Darter. We're coming to you live, of course, from the campus of Apopka High School. Joe Ferraro is joining me. We have a great lineup of coaches, and we're talking about a lot of sports on our program today. Before we introduce our first guest, I want to remind you, of course, and let you know that our program is sponsored by our friends up at Porky's Original Barbecue. It's a great day to be in a Blue Darter, and it's a great day to have lunch up at Porky's, 256 East Main Street. Of course, Porky's Barbecue is the home away, Blue Darter Sports Central home away from home. One of my favorite. When we're not here, we're we're there. Very pleased to be joined on the program today by a familiar name, a familiar face, and a familiar voice of a pop to Blue Darter Athletics, Russell Wombles. And I, I kind of want to say the new athletic director, but actually uh, new only in term of service the second time. Actually had a... Um, term of service as an outstanding athletic director at Apopka High before, and of course old school Blue Darters remember Russell from his outstanding playing days as a Blue Darter baseball player, and even I remember back in the day, the quarterback of the Apopka Junior High football team. So Russell, great to have you back, great to have you back home. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's nice that they no longer have leather helmets. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Russell, yeah, it's a lot to talk about Yes. Um, can you talk about the decision? Because you were here, then you, you know, got the opportunity over Dr. Phillips and did a phenomenal job at one of the top athletic programs in the state, literally. Made it to the state championship game this year in football. Uh, lost a heartbreaker there. But what, what led you uh, back to Apopka? Well, it's home. It's really just that simple. It's nothing really complex. Um, you know, I had a great experience here before, and, and, you know, I'm a blue darter. That's who I am. That's who I've always been. Probably will always will be that. And and um, had the opportunity to return home and, and took advantage of it, and I'm super excited to be here. And, uh, you know, just, you know, I, I had a, a good opportunity there, and, and I really appreciate it. Worked with a lot of great people, and we did some pretty good things, I believe, while we were there and, and was very fortunate to have that opportunity. And, and, you know, I just think things happen for a reason, and I think it was just uh, time to make that that jump back to where I think I should be. Yeah, of course, I'm thrilled for many, many different reasons uh, to have you back, but one, one of which is you know, Popka is a, a unique school, and it's a unique community. And it's really one of, um, in this more sophisticated, if you want to call it urbanized, Central Florida, one of the last remaining true community schools, which we all cherish and, and feel strongly about. And, um, you know, so many people now might not might not get that. <laughs> uh, potential administrators or athletic directors or, or, or coaches even. 
but I mean, you definitely know the history, the tradition of Apopka, and 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 and, then, and the connection. I guess uh, the connection between the Apopka between Apopka High School and the Apopka community, and the passion that the Apopka community has for Apopka Blue Daughter sports. I agree with that. I mean, it's a you know one of a handful of schools uh, locally in Central Florida, Orange County, um, in which there is a you know really big connection between the community and the school. Um, having said that, it's you know it just keeps growing and growing and growing. But uh, I tell you what, you know, at the end of the day, I grew up through all the same things you did. You know, I played from the time I was six years old through the rec department with Betty Daniel and everything that she did. And I think about all those people back then and, and all the opportunities that I've had, um, you know, since leaving school to um, do things that I wanted to do and, uh, you know, come from working with people like that and having that kind of leadership, you know, going back to all of my Pop Warner coaches and my Little League coaches and before we even had Pop Warner, you know, we played flag football. You remember the days on Edwards Field and stuff. And I remember being a little kid and going out there and and uh, Edwards Field where you played, Roger. Uh, not to date you, but it is what it is, right? But, uh, you know, I remember going out there and watching, you know, you guys play and, and little kid and just, just being so excited about the opportunity to become a Blue Darter. And, um, you know, my family's, you know, met my wife here. Been married 114 years now, but uh, congratulations. She, uh, well, you know, we're, we're trying to make 200. <laughs> but, at <the> end, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I mean, that's who we are. We're a Popka people. I mean, my father used to attend every event. You remember that as well. Every event at the high school, at the little leagues, and you know, he'd be at the Edwards Field on Monday through Friday night watching slow pitch softball, and he didn't know. Well, he knew everybody, but he didn't have a, a dog in the hunt, as they would say. But he just loved everything Apopka. And and, uh, and so, you know, he, that passion was passed along. And, uh, you know, I'm just so fortunate. Everything that I've been able to accomplish and do is because of the upbringing and the guidance that I had through the different people, such as your father was my principal when I first came to high school. Or, you know, go back to Mr. Perry, John Perry's. You know, father was my principal at Lovell Elementary, so all these names are still the same. And, and uh, you know, coaches like uh, Little League coaches like Bobby Manley and, you know, Rex Chandler and all these different people and high school coaches like, you know, Sonny Wise and so forth that, uh, that you know, help to guide and mold, uh, you know, people to, to be able to accomplish, you know, the things that they desire. You know, it, it, it's great, and that's one of the great things we have, and it's kind of unique, and, and we, we all cherish it. Now, I'd also like to talk to you, and it's been interesting. It's been great to watch your career. Of course, some of my fondest memories of you are not only watching you play ball, but watching you, you know, playing with you on our old uh, Hooter softball team back in the day, and just watching how you used to you know, scarf up all those balls. You know, nothing, nothing got it on the left side of the infield. Nothing was going, no, going past third base. And uh, your dad was out there watching us, and uh, in, in those days, of my dad as well. But um, and it's been great to see you. You were you know, head, you played college baseball up in Arkansas, then became the head baseball coach at Tavares High, and had a very successful there. And then um, could be tell. And now you're the athletic director, and you've, you've, you've as you. Gone from player to coach. Now you're the the AD. You're an administrator. You're, you're the big picture guy now. Can you share with us a little bit about your philosophy of, of, of running an, a successful high school athletic program? You know, 
The funny thing is, I was actually a high school athletic director at the age of 24. Most people don't know that. And I happened to be at a small school in northwest Arkansas, and we had two coaches on our staff. And I was chosen to be the athletic director. And uh, not because of so any... So were you one of the two coaches? or I was one of the two coaches. <laughs> we had two coaches. We coached everything. Uh, but anyway... Did you guys uh, flip for it? Or? No, we didn't really <laughs> flip for it. I mean, it, listen, he's not listening, so I, 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 I'll, I, you know, I'll go ahead and say I think the superintendent and principal felt like that I was the least biggest idiot in the <laughs> If that makes sense. That's an important yeah, qualification. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so, I mean, we had two bona fide, you know, Looney Tunes, and I think you're less of a Looney Tune. So that's how it really started. So my experience there, I was like every other coach. I was Great told, career advice from Russell Womble. Yeah, you know, just being the right person at the right time. Right? Write that down, kids. So, so uh, you know, that was in 1987. So, but, but you know, so I was forced into some situations, nothing major, because we only had a handful of sports, Not nothing like you know being at a Popka High School or Dr. Phillips High School, a different world. Ground. But having the opportunity, I, our superintendent was actually my mentor because he was a former coach, and so we became best friends, and you know, we, his wife and my wife became, so I just started to learn and absorb so much from him, so it was a great opportunity. So I was forced to branch out into areas that I wasn't really interested in. I just wanted to coach. But as I did that, I realized in doing in doing those things that I could have even hopefully a greater influence, uh, meaning more people, you know, help more people and help more programs rather than just my own. So, um, you know, eventually I, I, you know, I coached and moved to you know, North Georgia and wound up at the very end baseball coach and was there for three years as a baseball coach. And uh, the athletic director job came open, and the principal asked me about taking it, and, and I did. And that's what I've done ever since. So I was there for as the AD. I was there 10 years, seven years as the AD, six years at Apopka, five and a half years at Dr. Phillips, now back at Apopka. So, you know, I've been an athletic director over 20 years now. So, and, and one of the things that we had a chance to talk briefly, and we got about four minutes um, before we had to go, um, you know, in the segment, and I know you have to go, uh, but uh, – Talked about the the importance as the leader of the athletic department of setting the tone and actually setting the, the mission, right. literally. Well, you said it right a while ago. It's, uh, the athletic director has to be a big picture guy. You know, the coaches. You know, they're they're going to be focused on what they, you know, what's in their program, and they'll all work together and cheer for each other and all that. But you know, at the end of the day, they got a job to do within their own program. It's my job to to bring all of that together so that we're all on the same page with the big picture sometimes to, just like a principal of the school would be um, you know I guess you could kind of say that's the way you are with an athletic program so keep everybody on the same page moving forward so that um, we're making the right decisions it's in the best interest of the whole rather than the single or the few and uh, and you know the coaches here were fantastic with that but previously and I'm sure they'll, they'll be again but uh so and it's about you know I know you know I know that Coach Darlington talks a lot about you know having a good name and that's kind of always been my mantra is that you know it's not this about winning and losing although winning is way better and I much prefer it you know and I'm still a competitor uh, it's doing it the right way because you know winning a a certain way is kind of shallow you know so I think you have to do it the right way and you have to do it while promoting good things such as sportsmanship and uh, you know expectations of uh, you know holding people accountable so that we can help them to grow and develop to be the best possible 
adults they can be. So, and I know that we have outstanding coaches here. Uh, most of them are here from when I was left. A lot of them are hired. You hired some of them. You hired so, some of them. So, Coach Lasseter specifically? Yeah. So, well, Coach Darlington was one <laughs> yeah, of them. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I could just go on and on. I, we had a coaches meeting the other day. I'm looking around. I'm going, I think I hired half the people in here. So, that's a good sign. So, um, but that's it. It's just about giving all of our students the opportunity to be successful while keeping the big picture point of view as our focus and having our school and community have a good name and and try to keep all of that simple statement as the overriding purpose as we make decisions. No, I, thank you for sharing that with us, and, and that's a phenomenal mission. I mean, that's been the mission really of Apopka through our sports since my father came in 46 actually it's, it's great to have have you here uh, you know to continue that that great tradition well, russell uh, it's great having you join us uh, today on the first segment we look forward to continuing to talk to you and you know consistently on our show all right thank and, you and work with you you know absolutely thank you guys appreciate it well we're going to go at our next break why don't we go a little bit bit early and then when we come back we'll speak with coach williams about the basketball who's uh, having a lot of success since we spoke to coach williams before christmas we'll be right back on, on blue daughter sports central Welcome back to Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Joined by Joe Ferraro, we're coming to you live from the campus of Apopka High School. It's great to have a conversation with Russell Wombles, the new AD, who is actually the old AD at Apopka High School. Of course, Russell served as the athletic director before going over to Dr. Phillips for a few years, and now he comes back to succeed Fred Priest. And uh, great to talk to Russell about his mission, his his vision for the program and also the, the long, excellent history that he has as former athletic director and as an outstanding player for the Blue Darters. Now we're ple- pleased to be joined by Coach Scott Williams. We'll go to Coach Williams in just a moment, but we we'll to remind you that our program is sponsored by Florida Door Solutions. Our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. Give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And tell them you're in a Popka Blue Darter. Of course, you can find them 24-7 at FLADOOR.com. Now let's go to Coach Scott Williams. And, Coach, uh, it's great to have you joining us. You know, it, it wasn't too long ago that you joined us before Christmas, but your team has had a lot of success since the last time we spoke. Most recently, a huge victory, district victory, over West Orange on just the other evening. Uh, can you start by, and I know you picked up, a, brought home some hardware from the tournament down in Vero Beach. I want to have you talk about it as well. But first of all, can you just give us uh, an update on that big victory over West Orange? Well, you know, our district is so very competitive. Um, Max Preps, which obviously covers athletics for the state, um, their most recent ranking as of um, Tuesday, it actually updates later today. I haven't looked, but um, all four teams in our district are ranked in the top 11 in the state, and we're 11th. And, and um, you know, it, it fully describes in detail how very, very talented and deep our, our district rivals are, West Orange, Evans, and Wakiva. And so anytime you can sneak in there and, and get, a, get a victory over one of them is real important and helps you grow and gain confidence. Um, you know, we certainly know that we have a lot of work to continue to do, but um, it's a it's a really good positive step, and uh, it's good for the kids to play in an environment uh, that's similar to a district tournament. Uh, I think some of our kids struggled a little bit, played a little bit tight, 
worried about the TV cameras, worried about all four teams being in the same gym and a little bit of electricity, um, you know, a, a good vibe in there. And so I, from that experience, too, I think it's really good, and it will help us down the road as we get ready for the real district tournament in February. Yeah, that was a very exciting night. And just for our listeners that may not know, it was all four district teams were over at Wekaiba. Um, Evans and Wekaiba played a game where, where Wekaiba thumped them real good. And then you guys, uh, our Blue Darters, took care of business and beat, defeated West Orange 63-58. to 58. But as you said, a very electric environment, the kind of the exciting kind of environment that, that we'll see in postseason. And it was great for a, for a Popka to come away with the win. Now, Coach, I'd also like to – well, before – I want to ask you next about the, the big tournament that you won down in Vero Beach over the Christmas holidays. But first of all, we are looking forward to being out here tomorrow night um, for the game. And is the game time 7, 7 p.m. or 7.30? It is, it is a 7.30 start. We uh, we slid it back. Um, Ocoee High School has a young man, uh, a bit, an important part of their program that is uh, Seventh-day Adventist and, and – uh, uh, he and his family, they honor their faith and uh, is not able to play until sundown, which uh, is is after 6 o'clock right now. And so uh, it certainly made sense for us to kind of slide back to the start of their game from 5.30 to 6. And and uh, we were glad to do it. Three, three competitive games tomorrow. Um, uh, Evans uh, and Lake Gibson, a team we've played this year, so we've played both of them, uh, play at uh, – at, uh, at at 4.30, and then at 6 o'clock, uh, Ocoee against George Jenkins. And then uh, we play a very young, talented uh, Auburndale team at 7.30 uh, tomorrow night. Look forward to being out here and covering it for all of our WBZW listeners and a popular Darter fans. Now, Coach, I'd like to ask you about the tournament down in Vero Beach. It's always exciting to, to win a tournament, and that was a that was a, a huge one. And I'd love to hear have you share about with with us. Yeah, you know, first, just the opportunity to go and and travel with your team and spend three days together is a great experience, and we really do have. Um, Remarkable young men, great families, and so the trip itself was just was just awesome. You know, didn't have to. You know, the kids were well behaved and 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 left with a great reputation in hand. And uh, you know, the, the games themselves, uh, I, I thought we we accomplished good things every night. And and to play the host school Vero Beach in the finals, uh, whenever you get to play somebody in their own gym, play a true road game in a tournament setting, uh, makes you better. And you know, so that's the we actually have gotten two of those in a row because then last Saturday uh, we played in a, a one-day event at Clearwater not knowing who we would get and, and we actually played Clearwater and so I think the more true road games you get when you're a young team helps you to mature and uh, the game in Vero in particular we got ourselves down 10 in the third quarter and and had to uh, to find a way to come back and and really did a good job doing that and and so anytime you know you've got guys that are going through this for the first time and uh, I'm sure it is uh, is something that they're very excited about and uh, for the second straight year our holidays were very uh, productive for us you know a year ago we were we made the finals of a of a 16 team tournament in Gainesville and and uh, and I think those experiences uh, uh, do nothing but help your club to grow. Now, Coach, I remember when we um, spoke uh, before Christmas, the team was, was having success and winning games, but you, at the same time you were still, you know, I guess you had higher expectations, if you will, and were even critical of, of you know, or, or, or had some constructive criticism for the team. Um, on the whole, can, what are some of the things um, that we've improved upon 
over the last, say, four, you know, three to four weeks, weeks or five weeks or so? Well, we, we still have higher expectations than we're performing, and we still challenge our young men to want to be better on a daily basis. And we still are looking to be a better, more consistent team in practice, which will then translate over. But but those things being said, I, um, I think probably the greatest area of improvement is – uh, is in general a steadiness in ball handling and, and ball handling decisions um, to now where we're almost surprised when one of our our ball handlers doesn't make a good decision and, and you know and disappointed in that and, and so that's giving us more possessions and more productive possessions um, I think uh, uh, the second thing is we're executing better at the offensive end of the floor in terms of uh, um, getting getting quality shots knowing who should be getting shots from where how to do it uh, executing our sets a little bit better. Um, we're still struggling a little bit to continue to to tighten up some loose ends defensively. It's not that we don't guard well and we don't compete well, um, but it's little details. It's 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 minute things that outsiders don't necessarily see and, and can observe, but will cause you to break down. And 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 you know we have tried to explain very carefully to our young men that. Um, regardless of who we're playing, at the end of the day, it's about preparation for Wakiva, Evans, and West Orange, and and those are three teams because of the, their immense offensive ability. That if you're not if you're not really sharp with the details, that they'll break you down and they'll make you pay. And so hopefully uh, we'll continue to grow in that area and get a little bit tougher there. Um, and then maybe I think I think a large part of it too is is the the arrival in full health of Jai Clark makes us a much better, much deeper um, uh, basketball team. You know he's our leading returning scorer, and not to have him until. Um, uh, last Wednesday, the fourth was his first game back, so he's uh, he's now played four games for us. And um, you know, Jai he obviously was enormous on Tuesday. Had 17 points and in limited playing time because he he lived in foul trouble, some of his own undoing. And and uh, you know, I think he had 17 points in 12 minutes. Not that we expect that kind of production, but he's a guy that. Uh, that is very capable of carrying a team offensively, and and that that gives our other guys confidence, and and will make opportunities easier for the remainder of our of our good young talented guys. You're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central right now. We're speaking with Coach Scott Williams of a popular Blue Darter basketball after the district victory earlier this week over West Orange by fifty sixty three to fifty eight. Blue Darters had a twelve and four record overall and one in three in district play and coach we've got one of the <clears throat> certainly one of the toughest districts in the state and which makes it you know from my perspective more more exciting to watch and to follow for our listeners who might not know uh, as much about the the dynamics of our district can you give us just a, a brief overview Whew. um you know it's as it's as good top to bottom as any district i've been you know there, there are years where there'll be a team or two really loaded um, but a lot of times you'll have bottom feeders, you know, just teams that just aren't very good at the end, of, you know, at the bottom of the barrel. Um, last year's district was good, but I, you know, look, I, I, I know how good we can be. I know our expectations and what we can do. Um, but, uh, the other three teams this year, I think all three have legitimate reason to look around and go, you know what, if things fall in line for us, uh, we have a chance. We have a chance to end up um, competing for a state championship. And, uh, you know, and so those are the kind of people that we have to find a way to beat. Um, Wakiva and Evans essentially returned their entire clubs from teams that were very, very good from a year ago. 
um, West Orange uh, added um, a couple young men that moved in, uh, two young men that are starters that are that are outstanding players. And so uh, we've got our hands full every night that we're playing in our district. And and but at the end of the day, we love it because if you're good enough to get out, then you're going to be prepared enough to make a run in the playoffs. And, you know, the nice thing for us is, you know, five of our guys experienced the playoffs a year ago. And even though we, we did not play well in that experience, that if we can get there again, um, you know, we've got a chance to be um, a little bit uh, better and maybe be uh, a little bit more dangerous um, as we um, as we move forward. Well, Coach, it's a exciting season this year and a whole lot of lot of basketball left to be played in fact the yes, most exciting sir. part of the season still 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 on the horizon and we're looking forward and we're excited about being out here tomorrow night to come Man, to I, I love you guys it's uh, it's always exciting when you're in the gym and it just adds just another element of class to our program and thank you uh, Roger and to everybody associated with the station for for your support of our program uh, it's uh, it's not something that we take lightly that's for sure appreciate what you do and uh, coach we look forward to seeing you tomorrow night yes sir thanks Blue Roger Rogers and best wishes versus Auburndale coach Scott Williams and Joe, I'm looking forward to getting back out there. You know, one thing I we kind of ran out of time before I had a chance to talk to to ask Coach Williams, and of course I think he's in class right now. But I, I, if I'm mistaken, the game that we covered was against West Orange, right? It was. The last game we did, and, and they, they thumped us pretty good. That they well, it was a tight game, but yes, well, they then, did. Yeah, win. they kind of ran away with it at, at the end, and as 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 he expressed in his post game comments, Coach we Williams was, was quite frustrated by the by the way the game turned out, especially the last quarter there, or the last half of the yeah, last quarter. We but, didn't have Jai Clark. Either. They're nailing three-pointers. But I was going to ask him, you know, uh, if maybe that wasn't, I, I'm assuming he went on into the locker room and expressed that frustration, if you will, to the guys. And I was going to ask him, he thought maybe that that game may have been a, a learning experience because literally since, th- since that game, I don't know if we've even lost a game since that time. Well, it's good to see the Blue Darters. I don't. Well, can I say kicking butt and taking names? <laughs> Go right ahead. Well, because that's what they're doing, and I and I love that. And hopefully, it'll continue tomorrow night versus Auburndale. We'll have it all for you right here at seven thirty on fifteen twenty WBCW, live from Joe Sterling Gymnasium. We're going to take our next break, and we come back. Speaking of a lot of exciting things on the horizon, we still have a lot of exciting things on the horizon for this show. Actually, looking forward to speaking with Coach Eric Lasser about Blue Darter baseball, and then later Coach Matthews and Coach Pirine on Blue Darter Girls Soccer. So stay with us on 1520 WBCW on Blue Darter Sports Central, presented by our friends over at Porky's Barbecue. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. Glad you're joining us. We're coming to you live from the campus of Apopka High School. Joe Ferraro is joining me. It's great to speak with Russell Athletic, uh, Russell Wombles, our new athletic director, who's also former athletic director and, of course, a great Apopka Blue Darter athlete and student back in the day. Got a great report from Coach Scott Williams. I want to remind you, we'll be broadcasting the game tomorrow live right here on campus from Joe Sterling Gymnasium. Tip-off at 7 p.m. versus Auburndale. It's part of the Orange County versus Polk County Challenge, which Coach Williams is... uh, 
does such great work to put together as he promotes basketball, not just at Apopka High School, but in throughout the Central Florida and the state of Florida. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's obvious uh, the passion that Coach Williams has for for high school basketball and, and Blue Darter basketball. So every Blue Darter needs to come out tomorrow night. Absolutely. Cheer, cheer the Blue Darters on and Orange County in general. And they're on in a great run as well. Hopefully that will continue. Right now, we're looking forward to speaking about Apopka Blue Darter Baseball with Coach Eric Laster. And I want to remind you once again, our program is sponsored by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And you can find them at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR or online at FLADOOR.com. Now let's go to Coach Lasser. Coach, it's always exciting to talk Blue Darter baseball. You're getting ready. And, and I always love this time of the year, too, just in January, getting back out there, um, looking forward to, to, to playing in, the, in warmer weather. But you've got some big holes to fill off your ex- excellent team from last year. So why don't you just kind of you know, bring us up to date on, on, on where we stand and um, you know, the process of putting this year's team together. Yeah, you know, we uh, we lost quite a few, uh, you know, really good players. Obviously, Julian Nunez in the outfield, who's at West Florida. Jonathan Alicier, outfielder and pitcher for us at Newberry. Nick Barber, who is at ECU, you know, he was kind of a do-it-all kind of guy yeah, for us. and favorite player, all-time and, favorite yeah, players. Yeah, and he'll be playing shortstop up there, uh, you know, getting some time there. And, and then, of course, Jacob Southern, who anchored uh, behind the plate. Great we have catcher. Some, yeah, but we have some really good guys who are uh, obviously some guys who played for us um, already. Austin Reed, Cam Stewart, Garrett Evans, uh, Brandon Ushery, Rodwell, Munoz. We've got a lot of guys that are still returning. Um, but, again, we lo- we're losing quite a few bats. Um, the pitching, we got some young pitchers that are coming up and trying to make a little run here, so we'll see how that goes with them. Tim Harper, Caleb Stallings, we've got some guys who don't really have a whole lot of RC experience, but, um, you know, that was kind of the case with Cam last year, so, you know, we hope that we can put them in a, in a situation where they can kind of, kind of ease them into it like we did with Cam and, and hopefully put them in a position where they can do well. Um, and that's kind of our job, not theirs, to put them in, in the right spots and, and, and give them a chance to succeed. So hopefully we're able to do that again this year and uh, get some timely hitting. And and obviously you know one of our big things is defense, so uh, hopefully we, we continue to have one of the better defensive clubs in, in, in the area. Uh, it's something we really uh, work hard on at practice, and, and we'll do that again this year, obviously, with the, some of the new bodies. Uh, Jarrett Backus, a senior who's played for us for three, is going to be three years on varsity as well. Sorry I missed him, but... Uh, big bat Alex Otero we're hoping can kind of sneak in the middle of the order for us uh, he was up and down from varsity and JV as a sophomore last year um, can play a couple different spots both corner spots and can catch when Austin pitches who was kind of our closer last year so uh, once again we're not going to have a whole bunch of pitcher only so we're going to have some guys that are a lot of more moving parts than most people in central Florida to make this club you know what it what it needs to be but uh, we're confident the guys are 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 going to be uh, going to be good enough and, and prepared enough to you know, to compete in this tough district. Speaking of uh, pitching and, and, you know, filling holes, having new guys come in and contribute mm-hmm. and, and do well, from from my perspective, one of the pleasant surprises, and he may not have been a surprise to you because you <laughs> see him every day, yeah. but uh, just from an outsider perspective, one of our very pleasant surprises was the, the pitching of, of, of Cameron. Um, yeah. And last year, he really came in and as a sophomore and really just had an outstanding season. Yeah, we all we all saw the the potential that was there, but you never really know until you put it in motion. And Coach Atkins, our pitching coach, did a really nice job with Cameron. We knew that we were going to need him, and we we didn't want to just throw him to the fire right away as a young kid, you know. So we kind of put him in relief spots 
where he had a chance to succeed and then put him in a tougher relief spot. And then obviously, you know, I think his first start was Lake Brantley, I think maybe. Yeah, we, co- um, we covered that yeah, game, actually. Yeah, tough, uh, you know, big game and uh, did a great job for us. But um, So hopefully we can do something similar to that and Coach Atkins can work some more magic with some of those other young guys and, uh, and we can make it happen. But, again, I mean, the guys are going to work. You know, we're trying to figure out the leaders right now. We have a good idea. The last three days of uh, conditioning have really, really been positive. Uh, I'm not sure I would have said that last week during conditioning. So uh, we talked to him a little bit, and the guys are really, you know, taking ownership of who needs to lead and who needs to be led. Um, and and that really happy with how things went all, went this week and uh, hoping to finish strong. We have a little competition day today that we'll, we'll, we'll get some uh, – get some leadership out there, uh, you know, and continue to grow there. We're speaking with Coach Eric Lassiter, head baseball coach for Apopka on Blue Daughter Sports Central, talking Blue Daughter baseball. A little bit later in our show, we'll hear from Coach Doug Matthews and Coach Perrine on talk about Blue Daughter girls soccer. Now, Coach, of course, another in- instrumental aspect of the team is the catching spot and mm-hmm. as we talked about mentioned briefly earlier um, Jacob Southern who was an outstanding receiver and who stepped in for another outstanding receiver yeah. um, Jeff, Jeffrey you know, Cruzan yeah. um, is is gone so you know, what, what how do things look at the catching spot Austin Austin Reed who saw a little bit of time uh, he played some outfield and stuff for us but he's a natural catcher so uh you know i've been blessed uh, really the whole time that i've been here this is going to be year six and i'm pretty confident in our catcher in year six as i was in you know in year one uh so it's it's usually a tough spot for a coach to try to figure out who's going to do it but it's we've literally had a line of really good catchers coming through and you know i'm confident that we have some really good catchers actually on the jv team as well that are going to move up it's i don't know if it's just this new not new i mean we've had really good catchers in the past too obviously um but i don't know if it's just an apopka thing or what but we've we've been rolling out some really quality catchers and uh i'm excited for that to continue you know with austin and alex who's going to catch when austin pitches and um and some young guys down down the line that i think are going to be really good as well yeah, probably speaks well to the uh, the youth baseball program. Yeah, absolutely. In, in Apopka, role of Popka Little League, definitely. Um, now, you know, coach, can you talk just talk, now as you you know bring on you know, lost some some key pitchers as you mentioned. Uh, Nick Barber was yeah. was a key pitcher in addition to all the other roles that he played, shortstop and everything else. And then Alicia was yeah. you know, got quality innings on the mound. And uh, as, as you look to re- kind of rebuild, if you will, your your pitching staff around Cameron Stewart. What are the qualities that, that you're looking for for those guys that that will step up and, and be a part of the the front line rotation? Yeah, I mean, most of the guys I've, we have. Cade Davenport, who's a senior, who threw. I think he went one five games for us last year, left-handed arm, who did a great job for us last year. So we're looking to him for him to be in there. And then we have some young guys. Really, it's Cade and Cam. Who Cam's still a junior, but you know he's he got a lot of experience last year. So Cade and Cameron are kind of the returners who saw quality starts for us on the mound. Um, and then Austin Reed, we're trying to figure out if he's going to close for us because he is, one, you know, our our catcher, uh, or if he's going to be starting the game. It's kind of a competition there outside of uh, Cameron, who's who's kind of leading the leading the pack there. But um, so there's still some question marks with that. Who's going to start? But uh, Caleb Stallings, another sophomore, we really like his arm. I think he's going to throw really hard. Uh, you know, the biggest thing when you're young and a sophomore is just how, how you mature and how you're able to handle some of the stuff throughout a game. Um, and we're still not there yet with some of the young guys. But to be honest with you, at, on January the 11th or 13th, whatever you know, whatever it is today, I don't think I would have told you that Cameron Stewart was mature enough yet or any of that. So I think we have time to, to get those guys there just like we did with Cameron. Now, one of the things that makes Apopka 
Blue Water Baseball interesting and exciting, one of the many things, but is is our district because we, <laughs> as I've said before, we're literally, I think, arguably one of the toughest, if not the toughest, in the, not just in Florida, but in the country. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and, we, and Coach Williams kind of has a similar situation yep, in, in his same. district, which I was thinking about talking to him. But, you know, our, our district is loaded with quality, top quality, elite high school baseball programs and um now, i think last year lake brantley was even thrown in there yeah. to go along with olympia and, and west orange and apopka and um can you just first of all tell us who the teams in our district are going to be this year and yep. talk a little bit about about the district it's the same as last year we have um the kind of the the main rivalry obviously us in west orange um wakaiva olympia and uh who did i miss there somebody good so lake brantley yeah so lake brantley us west orange Olympia and Wakaiva, uh, which not only are they all really, really talented and have great players on them, but they also all have really, really good coaches. So you can't just go out and try to outsmart somebody. You know, you really have to uh, just – it's almost like you have to play perfect, and that makes things exciting when you know that it's going to come down to who makes the little mistake probably near the end of the game. I mean, it could cost you early too, but um, I think that makes it exciting for the players and, and obviously for the coaches to know that, um, you know, it's, it's usually going to come down to one pitch or one play or – um, something like that to to see who finishes first to fifth. Yeah, I mean it's pretty crazy. I think we we tied for second. Uh, West Orange won it last year. We tied for second with Lake Brantley because we split with them, and we got to go to a coin flip to see who's going to be home or away. You know, um, so it's uh, it's tight district, and and like you said, I put it up against anybody in the country, especially with the not only the great players but the great coaches who have who are who are in this district. And great youth ball programs in every community every feeding these yep. feeding these programs. Yep, absolutely. We're speaking with Coach Eric Lasser now. Um, and Coach, can you talk about uh, you know the early part of the season? Yeah. Usually, you start off with a with a with a great tournament to get the guys yeah. a lot of reps and, a, and a, lot, a lot of playing time right off the back. And, and it's usually gets again top quality competition. What, what what can we look forward here to start the season? We're doing the same this year. We have uh, we're playing in the Big Blue Bonanza that Lake Brantley hosts, and Coach Entrican over there does a phenomenal job scheduling that and and making you know some premier games, you know some old old school rivalry type stuff. You know we play Oviedo, which has been when I was in school was, that's who knocked us out every year and. Uh, we, we play some really good teams through that uh, to get us going. So that's the opening season tournament. We're going to Dr. Phillips for the preseason uh, where we'll play Lake Mineola and University, I believe, um, two good programs that we don't really get to see too often. Uh, we have some big, big-time out-of-state competition coming in. We were able to work it out with some of the coaches. Don Bosco Prep out of New Jersey, who I think is a top 25 team in the country. Um, you know, I think they only lost two or three games last year, so they're coming down to Jay Barnes Field to, to visit us. And uh, Re- uh, Rendon out of Atlanta, uh, who won the state championship in Atlanta, I think five, eight, two years ago, is coming down to Jay Barnes Field as well for a Saturday game. So a lot of you know, you can't win our district and, and think you can't just go and try to play to, to have a good record. Um, I don't think that that's beneficial to us just to say, oh, hey, we won 20 games. When if we go and beat up on some schools that aren't as good and we have to play in this district, we're not, I'm not doing my kids any justice. So we try to schedule it really tough. And last year we did the same thing and we were able to win 23. And that's a credit to the guys on the team, obviously, for, for knocking that out. But, um, again, we're scheduling for, for being ready for the playoffs, not for winning X amount of games. No, I think that's great. That's, Coach Williams obviously does the same thing yep. as well. And schedule quality out of district competition that makes a for a even a more exciting experience for the fans it yep. gets everybody dialed in and it's great uh, great preparation for the players as well especially the the mental aspect of it yeah 
Well, Coach, great to see you again. Thank you for yes, joining sir. us. And we really look forward to covering Blue Dart Baseball once again this year. Absolutely. On Blue Dart we really appreciate all the stuff you guys do for Apopka High School. It's awesome. Well, uh, we'll be uh, hearing br- next from Coach Matthews and Coach P. Ryan of Blue Dart Girls Soccer. Before we go to that break, I want to let you know that our program at Blue Dart Sports Central is sponsored by our friends up at Porky's Original Barbecue. We'll be right back. It's a great day to be a Blue Darter. It's a great day to be on the campus of Apopka High School. And it's a great day for lunch at Porky's Original Barbecue. So get on up and see Steve and the gang at 256 East Main Street, Apopka in Tallum. You heard it. You're an Apopka Blue Darter. We'll be right back. The Blue Darter Sports Central, Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you on a great day throughout Apopka. Pleased to be. It's great to hear from Coach Eric Laster with his report on Blue Darter Baseball. Had a great conversation with Coach Scott Williams earlier on Apopka basketball. And it gives you another opportunity to remind you we'll be covering the game tomorrow live. 7.30 tip-off right here on 1520 WBZW versus Auburndale. At, coming to you live from Joe Sterling Gymnasium on campus. It's part of the uh, Metro versus Polk County Challenge. A great event put together by Coach Williams. Also, it's great to speak with Athletic Director Russell Wombles, a great Popka Blue Darter and a Popka Blue Darter alumni in our first segment. Now we're going to talk girls soccer, and we're pleased to be joined once again by Coach Doug Matthews and by Assistant Coach Coach Perian. Hello. Thank you for having us here, and um, we're about to enter into an exciting time. We go up to Eustis tonight to finish our regular season play, and we're currently 12-3-5. We're really happy with the girls. I'm sure Coach Brian will elaborate on it a little bit more, but um, this has turned out to be a special group, which we've mentioned to you all before. Uh, Next week, we go into districts, which we host, and we get to sit around on the first night and watch the other teams play. Uh, We're all the way into the semi on Wednesday. But we have, yeah, we have games on Tuesday Mm -hmm. and games on Wednesday, and then the championship game would be Friday. All the games would be here at Apopka. Very exciting. I'd like to go back to Coach Perian. And can you talk about, I know that coming into the season, Coach Matthews talked about how it was a very young team. It lost a lot of experienced players from last year. And I know he had, a, you know, I guess some concerns just about how things would all come together, especially with the, the youth, relative youth and inexperience. And it's come together very well. Can you talk about just some of the ingredients to the season, uh, to the success of the season at this yeah, point? Yeah, we have um, a lot of freshmen and sophomores that are our starters this season and it's really been great because I think they've been motivators for the older players and they always work hard they're consistent with coming to practice Um, they're consistent in games and the older players are seeing that and the older players are actually like vying for positions now because some of them aren't starting any, any longer just because of the younger youth and the motivation that they've created and the the competition that they've created this season and um they've all they've all just been stepping up tremendously it's been fantastic to watch now coach matthews and also coach brian just tell us a bit about the the nature of the team you know like kind of your philosophy the style of play you know you know say for for football of course it would you know we talk about the explosive offense of coach darlington of course and but in terms of of your team um what's your what's your style of play what what are you hoping to accomplish out there to 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 get to win the game yeah well it's it's strange because the start i you know i was kind of the, the person that always wanted to be a little bit careful about the defense, and so we were actually running like a five defender would be three 
uh, defenders with two up uh, the defensive mids or stoppers, as we call them. We're trying to take the pressure off our midfielders and forwards so they could stay forward and maybe get some more scoring. And, you know, it, it worked for us, but what we found is we started moving some people around in a little bit different positions from that spot. Uh, well, like one of them was uh, a freshman that we were impressed with, uh, Madison Tyron, who um, actually just pushed her forward to play with Taylor Smith in the center mid. And 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 then, again, we took uh, Allie Wilson, who was playing forward for us a lot of times, but moved her to the outside right. Um, and then a, a new senior who arrived on the scene is Paola Cintron, who's been a nice surprise. She's unfortunately a senior because she's really surprised us. And just the combination and then the defense has actually come together as a really good unit, and they're very young. We don't lose anybody off of there. We'll only lose two seniors up front, and one of them is, you know, I mean, they actually alternate with each other because the other forward is a freshman who's our leading scorer, which is Brooke Schultz. Um, Coach, you got any other comments on that too? I mean, I just I think that our style of play would just be playing hard and fast, and um, being very consistent with our passing and accurate with our shots, and um, creating opportunities for each other the best way we can using combination plays. Um, so we've we've done a whole lot. We've become more of an attacking team than a defensive minded team this season. Yeah, our you know. Of course, you guys still know Fred Priest, who you know was our AD. But Ooh. he, yes, <laughs> but he actually. I looked over my shoulder after our uh, last December game, regular season game before the Christmas break. Uh, we played University and won three to nothing, and he had come. He he was covering that game, and I think probably a basketball game. But he stayed out at our game, and next thing I know, I look and there he is, and he's he's good. He's going, Coach Matthews, that was incredible. It was the first time I was able to watch a full game, and I was so excited for you guys and watching the, the girls play. So I said, don't walk away. I want you to tell this to the young ladies. And of course, they're always tickled to hear from somebody like a teacher or you know the athletic director. So, and exactly what Coach said, they're exciting. I mean, they just move the ball all over the place and very fast. And, and then again, what she mentioned earlier, the town of the young players – and what we went through last two years when we thought we had a pretty good team and it just didn't click, uh, these older players are bought into these younger players, and they all get along. It's incredible. And it's usually the other way around, right? right. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Younger players learning from the older players. Exactly. Right. Um, but it's, like I said, it's just been really exciting. I mean, you know, we, we drew a big crowd for our senior night. Uh, we had... The boys' soccer team and other uh, players, football players, come out. Mr. And Arnold has been coming out. Yeah. He oh. even took a penalty kick at our game the other during, day. Oh, during halftime. Did, did, did he during it? halftime, and he made <laughs> it. Yes, and we ha- we got it on nice. snap. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you know, and like I said, I guess just creating excitement. And I noticed on um, the other night after the game was over against um, Haggerty, who we got our first win ever against, and we've had four ties, three or four ties with them in the past. Elite program, uh, yeah. right? And we beat them two to nothing the other night. And uh, so I noticed uh, later on on Facebook, the the boys uh, had formed a tunnel like they do with the young kids, but you could see that the girls enjoyed it because they were getting attention as they were leaving the field over there by this concession stand, and so they made a big deal for the girls out of it. And it's great to see the support like that. You know, we don't get the crowds like The football. boys are coming to our game tonight at Eustis. So they're traveling with us now. So nice. it's it's fantastic. It's fun. It's uh-huh. one of the great things about Apopka Sports. The, the, all the programs The camaraderie is awesome. We're speaking with Coach Matthews and with Coach Perine, Perine about Blue Daughter Girls Soccer. A lot of youth and energy on this team and it's led to a 12-3 and record thus far. 
twelve three, and then we have a couple ties. Go. I think twelve three and two. Twelve three and two. Yeah. And Coach Brian, what I'd like to ask you now in our remaining three minutes is, you've had a you've excellent season thus far, unexpectedly positive to a certain extent. Now you head into postseason, and your tournament uh, ball is much different than than regular oh, yeah. season. What are some of the things, or are there some things that you do to prepare uh, the girls for this next phase, which will be a, a more difficult phase? Right. Well, first of all, we're hosting districts this this year, so if you have the opportunity to come out and watch us, um, we've been it's fun and exciting, and um, we have some really great teams in our district. So, uh, it in during our regular season, we have tied the teams that we are going to be playing in our district, and we have beaten the teams. So, we're the only team that hasn't lost yet in the district. So, all the other teams are going to be fighting to beat us. So, the way we prepare is by stepping it up another level, another notch. So, we're here. We want to be, we need to be up at the top of the tower. Right now, we're about in the middle of the tower. So, we need to eat right. We need to rest. We need to drink plenty of water. A lot of times, athletes forget about drinking water um, at this time in the year just because of the weather. Um, <clears throat> so we need to make sure that we're doing that. We need to make sure we're getting plenty of rest and sleep. Um, and then just focusing on the things at practice that we just need to tweak. So in tonight's game, it'll be an opportunity for us as coaches to watch and, <clears throat> and see how they're playing again against the other team and playing with one another and then tweak it at the next practice. So every practice that we have is preparing us for the next game. Exciting stuff. Now, after you know, tonight's game versus Eustace, regular season game at Eustace, what is the, uh, who do we play uh, and when? It, it we don't know yet. Okay. So um, we have a bye the first round, and then the second round we're either going to play um, West Orange, Olympia, Dr. Phillips, um, or one other team. So uh, we're we're unsure, but like I said, we've tied or beaten them so far. So we're the team to beat. So we don't we don't want to be beaten. So we're going to try our best to do the best that we can. A great season for a Popka Blue Daughter girls soccer. Regular season coming to nearing the end. Big road game versus Eustis, which is also happens to be Coach Matthew's hometown, of oh, course, yeah, yeah. and his alma mater. And then they embark upon postseason. Exciting stuff for Blue Daughter Spank girls em. soccer. Oh, I will. Thank you. We will. Well, we're going to present a great show for you. It's been a great show today, Joe. Thank you. Loved it. Thank Thanks, you, to you guys. Jeff in the studio and you here. thank yeah. you for joining High us five. and as we sign off tune High in five. tomorrow night to Blue Dogger Basketball right here on 1520 w- Three Star General Michael J. Flynn head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.